Welcome, 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 welcome to another back. podcast. <laughs> yes, oh, come on in. Take a seat. Oh, yeah. Come on in, take a seat. Oh, Lord. Remember we used to sing that yeah. in Clemeni all the time? Yeah. Who, who oh. sings that song? New Life. It's called New Life. No, it's Karen Clark Shear. Karen Clark Shear. Oh. Yes, it is. We acknowledge your presence, so Lord. I've been running with this one. Wow. Yes. We are so glad that you guys are here with us and that you continue to tune in and you're commenting. And we're like, what? People are watching. We're seeing the numbers and stuff. And it's just, it's a blessing. So thank you. We want to just take a really quick moment and say thank you to Sweetwater. They mm-hmm. are so gracious in sponsoring this podcast. They've mm-hmm. blessed us with mics, with stands, with interfaces you kind of you can't see. Mm-hmm. But all of this is being brought to you at a high level because they were they saw the vision and what we're doing and they wanted to come alongside of what we're doing and provide uh, sponsorship with with all of this so that we can yeah. continue to move forward and be awesome. So thank you, Sweetwater, for all that you've. Yeah, and if you want to buy something, if you want to support us, you're like, my gosh, I'm hearing all of this. You guys are spending time doing all this. And how do I bless you guys? You better click that link below on YouTube if you're watching. You click that link. If you want to buy something small for your church, it could be a wire, mira. A mice. Anything, a drum head, anything. A drum head, literally anything. Uh, The sky's the limit (laughs) and how you can invest back into our ministry. And we get a percentage, but only if you click the link. Yes. We get a percentage back. So please uh, visit our social media bios. We have all that stuff in there. And we're just so excited because uh, back with us, we have, my name is Josh. I'm Alex. I'm Anthony. And we have a special, special guest today. Oh, so special. We have the famous Salsero. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) The comedian. The amazing storyteller. And if you don't know, worship leader, he is the best hype man you can ever have Mm -hmm. in a man in your congregation as you lead. A worship leader and the campus pastor of our Southwest campus. We have Pastor Jamie with us. Yes! I rebuked the salsero. (laughs) (laughs) We had to start from the beginning. I know, I know. Thank you guys. Thank you. Excited to be here. Uh, honored to be here. Uh, excited what you guys are doing, watching the the other podcasts, and just excited for you guys. Um, you guys are living out what what Pastor told you about living living out loud mm-hmm. and living large. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is loud and this is large. So I'm just excited to be a part of it. And yeah, of course we had to have you. Amen. Yes. Of course you have been <laughs> such a part of our journey. I mean, you know me since I was young, but you've been at the church for so long, and I'm going to ask you to speak about that, yeah. like. How you came to the church? What were you doing before uh, New Life? The worship team—you were on our worship team for a long time, yeah. and now you are a campus pastor. I mean, we're, and we're going to get into that, right? In that mm-hmm. whole transition. But tell us about your journey and to where you are right now. Wow, um, it's been a, an eighteen-year journey, seventeen, eighteen years. Um, I've had the pleasure of it that during that entire time, I've been with my wife. Yeah. Not as my wife. At one point, she was my girlfriend. But um, I didn't grow up in church. Um, I didn't get raised in the gospel. Mm-hmm. So when I come to know Jesus, I came to know Jesus at Clemente High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, my wife had come the Sunday before. We were just dating. We weren't, we weren't even married. She came the week before. We were going through a tumultuous time in our, in our dating relationship. Um, and she just felt a yearning for God. Her story is so important but I, because I always say her... Her draw to God drew me to God. Yeah. Because she comes week the week before I do. And then right after that, she's like, look, you need Jesus in your life, man. Uh, my younger sister had brought her to the church. She was a member at the time. She sang in the choir. Wow. Um, and so, you know, she said, man, j- just come with me next week. And um, I went with her. We were at Clemente High School. Um, and I remember telling her in the parking lot of Clemente High School, I remember saying this. She was driving I was getting out of the passenger seat, and I said, I'm going to go in here to show you that not even God can change me. Mm, what? What? Wait, you told her that? I just said it. I didn't say <laughs> it to was, her. I wasn't being, I wasn't yeah, yeah, being yeah. rebellious. Yeah. I just, I didn't do the church thing. I didn't yeah. grow right. up in that. No, but like you said it in your mind. I said it audibly. You said, oh, 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 you, you said it, it I said it audibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. I'm going to go in here to show you that not even God can change me. 
Wow. You know, and then I just closed the door and I felt like he, he like shushed the heavens and he was like, oh, oh. look, looky, looky. <laughs> what do we have here? Oh, no. This is a challenge. Challenge accepted. And I walk into Whoa. Clemente High School and uh, Pastora, you know, is just angelically worshiping. And and uh, from the moment I, ca I came in, because I, I, I was into music, which yeah. we'll talk about then a little bit. Um, I came in and just God, God, he, he raptured me in that moment. Really? He captured me. I left that service. I remember telling Camille, uh, and I shared the story. I ran to the altar before anybody could get there. On the right-hand side were the musicians, were mm -hmm. those two little yep. wood steps yeah. at Clemente. Yep, yep, yeah. I'm giving visuals because I know there's a lot of old new lifers. They're like, yeah. I got to stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being at that stair there and... Uh, just giving my life to Jesus the very first Sunday I came. Are you kidding me? It was yeah. a process. It, was it, like, it wasn't even after it was, the declaration that he can't get right, me. Right, right, he can't right. get me. You I know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a total counter, it was a total counter production wow. of my confession in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I never connected the dots till years later. And so that's how we came to the church. I got saved that Sunday. And then, man, you know, we'll talk about that more. I still did my Fridays and my Saturdays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what happened was that Sundays became sacred. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Cam and I just kind of made a covenant, not audibly. We just made a decision that we're going to go to church on Sunday, no matter what happens Monday through Saturday. Mm. Wow. Um, and that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Um, and now... So expl mm -hmm. explain what you mean by I still have my Friday and Saturday. Yeah, so I, I as, as, so, as so eloquently spoken by my promoter, <laughs> we're taking bookings for, we only do Christian salsa now. Amen. Uh, no, I had a salsa band. Um, I, I had an R&B group. Yeah. I sang since I was 16 years old. Again, guys, let me pause here. I say this for the glory of the Lord. Mm. That's, that's important for me to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I live the life of entertainment. I live a life of production i lived a life that it was about me and so whenever i i i, I kind of dig up the old jaime mm -hmm. i always make sure i keep my foot on his neck because he mm. can come out real quick does that make sense that sure does. Does. Yeah. when you're talking about when i'm talking about it you can kind of get lost in the stories yeah right right right. Mm. nostalgic stories Nos yeah. you know and yeah. i and i i just Ooh. guard myself from that but had a salsa project got signed to sony tropical Moved oh, wow. to Miami. Leppy mm -hmm. was my manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, on, don't fool yeah. around. Come on, Leppy. Leppy got us in rooms that people could not get in. Don't ask me how. I believe it, So though. shout out to my brother it. Leppy for more than 20 years. Him and Janet, I'm they so saw me dead. grow up. But um, got signed, and I had a salsa band, and I was recording professionally. That never came through. Um, and then I had an R&B group. That never came, you know, never came to full fruition. Yeah. But I recorded professionally. I wrote professionally. Again, nothing came of it. Um, ultimately, I know that God's hand was on me. If that life would have given me what I wanted from it, it would have killed me. Mm. I didn't have nor the maturity nor, nor the nor the understanding to survive that. I didn't have the character yeah. and the integrity that it takes for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I was in the music world. So I come to the church and... Uh, I was sharing this with my wife on the way here. Um, is a funny story. I, I auditioned for the choir, but I wasn't married yet. Yeah. My total ignorance. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm just like, I can do what, the, what Pastora does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Because you guys uh, were living together. We were living together, yeah. but again, we didn't grow up in church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the church yeah, yeah. is not only presenting the gospel to us, it's presenting morals now. It's it's yeah. it's forming our, our standards that we right. didn't have. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Choco and Elizabeth became the standard of what biblical marriage was for me and Cam. So that was a high standard, right? Yeah. You're wanting to catch up to it quick. Um, but when when uh, I auditioned, um, I had wrote an, I had wrote a song for Jackie Velasquez on a Christian album when what? I when what? I lived in Miami. I was signed. Yeah, yeah. So you know, again, Come careful on. to share yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But wrote a song for her. And it was a Christian song. It was when she was making that transition through yeah. Crescent Moon Records, which is Emilio and Gloria Stefan thing. I was working with yeah. that situation while I live in Miami. So I told Pastora when I when they told her I could sing, I said, I wrote something for Jackie Velasquez. Some people call her JC Jackie. And she said, I'd love to hear it. I, you're a songwriter, you know? Yeah. So I gave her the song and she heard it. And uh, I'm assuming she showed it to Pastor. Yeah. And then I got called into a meeting to meet with Pastor Choco for the very first time. <laughs> oh, 
in regards to participating in this worship ministry that I figured, man, I can sing. Right. I can get up there. I can do that. Yeah. And the first thing he did was he slid the demo across the table that I had given her. Like, toma esta porqueria. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, oh, he's going to, you know, when do I start? <laughs> Again, guys, I'm you're laughing, promoted. but I'm a 26-year-old man who has no structure yeah. about yeah, worship. Yeah. I have yeah. nothing. I'm an entertainer. Right. Yeah. So you're like. I'm I know bit- God's doing something in my heart. Right. I, I just sold it right here. This yeah, yeah, yeah. I must yeah, be yeah. promoted. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm yeah. just like, man, let's go. Let's not waste any time. I'm the man you've been praying for. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And we got no male singers, too. No male singers. And pastor said, before I put you up there to sing, I'll go a cappella myself. And he shattered my world. <laughs> and I remember coming back, you know, and it, it, it sounded rough. But he said, Jay, you are, a wor- you are a singer. You are an entertainer. He said, but you know nothing about worship. Mm. Wow. And then um, wow. one of the very first things he did was he said, hey, in this meantime, while you get things in line, yeah. I want you to come to worship practice. I want you to come to choir practices. Um, and then he did something that transformed my life. He told me, sit down and let Pastora spoon feed you worship. And that was the journey of me and being discipled in worship was Pastora Elizabeth. Yeah. Being with her week in, week out. Obviously, we got married. This is how thirsty our bishop is, Pastor Choco. If you're out there, everybody say he's thirsty. thirsty. He's thirsty. <laughs> he was so excited for us to, you know, to get things right. He loved us. He fathered us that he voicemailed me on my honeymoon. To tell me that when I came back, I could sing with the worship team. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> and I got a phone call. And he's like, hey, uh, hey, it's Pastor Choco. And, uh, and, <laughs> yeah, but for me, it was the beginning of the ministry of worship in my life. Yeah. And he wasted no time. And so uh, I know Pastora, uh, you know, has been on. And so she, she was pivotal. She was pivotal in my discipleship. But it was a big journey. And, I, you know, I know there are people listening about that before the worshiper can be birthed in you, that performer has to die. That's so mm. good. That is huge. That's okay, so because yeah. there are so many performers and entertainers mm. that are worshipers or they struggle and it's 50-50, but I'm only going to sing if I have this yeah. and if I get paid this. And yeah. I mean, there, there's such a line there. Yeah. But tell me about how, one, how devastating it was to hear that from pastor, like, I'd rather go acapella. And mm-hmm. y'all know how my dad sings, yeah. right? Oh, He's yeah, been yeah, on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'd rather go acapella. I'll sing the praises to your <laughs> Right, right. Um, and how crucial it was to be, as you said, spoon-fed worship. Yeah. Like, how destructive would it have been if you went straight to, to on the altar singing? It would, it would have destroyed the innocence that you guys had. Hmm. You guys had a true heart of worship. I mean, at this point, we're ta- there is no free worship. Yeah, it's yeah. Pastora Elizabeth yeah. and, the, and the people that worship behind her. And when you talk about the purity and the authenticity yeah. of worship mm-hmm. in this house, yeah. we all, not just because she's your mom, whether she's your mom or not, we all say Pastora is the standard. Yeah. Yeah. And the, be- the best worship leader in our church, in the history of our church, is not Elizabeth de Jesus or Alex mm-hmm. de Gomez. I always, that's how I had you saved in my phone, Alex <laughs> DeGomez. Thank you. Because yeah. um, I'm not going to cheat my guy. Uh, but the greatest worship leader in our church has always been pastor. Mm-hmm. And For he sure. refused to compromise the integrity of what was happening on that altar. Mm-hmm. And so by him doing that, he knew that if he didn't, there was a spirit that came with the place that I came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a spirit that came with the place that I came from. Yeah. And at least I could say this in connected to the people who were experienced this in church and in the gospel. At least I had an excuse because I learned it in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I had an excuse for understanding how yeah. to entertain yeah. because I learned it in the world. But for those of you that are psalmists and worship leaders and you grew up in church, where did you learn entertainment? Yeah. That is so- how why, did that why? creep into you yeah. if your spoon-fed worship mm-hmm. should be the reverence for worship, which is what Pastora taught me. Right. She taught me that it wasn't about me, that it was about the gift God gave me, but it was about the gift giver more than anything. Yeah. And so... I feel like that mentality or that... Uh, what we're talking about is a choice. Yeah. So if you're talking to the people who grew up in church, if we're talking to you right now, and you grew up in church, why, why are you choosing to take on the burden of entertainer if... You didn't even learn that, you know, or maybe that crept into the church Mm -hmm. and now it's a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And now that's the first thing you think about. Mm -hmm. 
But it's like, why are you going that way? Yeah. Um, That's why it's I, important for the leader. You have to be careful what you're saying. What are you subliminally teaching your team? Yeah. Because a lot of that is learned behavior. Yeah. Habits. That, the yeah. habits, the the importance of performance, how you're looking, this way, this, this, and that. And that's something that I feel nowadays, especially, that it's it's rampant. Mm-hmm. And it's it's could be first priority before, you know. I think one of the things for me is that when it came to worship, when it comes to worship now, when you see a worship leader that comes up and he or she says the same thing every week, week in and week yeah. out, mm-hmm. come on, we came to give you grace, praise, a praise, we came to give you glory, we came yeah. to give you honor. That is a worshiper that has no word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're oh, going to yeah. repeat what they've heard. Yes. Right, right, yeah. right. There's nothing right? to pour out. There's, there's nothing, nothing, to, pour nothing out. to pour All out. All you have is the song. And if you're more concerned about the click track and the in-ear and the smoke and the sound than you are about living out the word of worship in your life, that is where the disconnect yeah. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I think we we have to be careful not to allow that to creep into the church. Just crept into the church. I'm sorry. We're talking about the global church, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're just being honest. Yeah. We're, there's a lot of great things happening in the church, a great movement of worship. But the thing that will kill the move of God in worship in churches is the spirit of entertainment, which is the spirit of pride. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to go back to what you said about my dad being the the worship leader of the house. Mm-hmm. We And we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's just so, so crucial. But uh, now that you're a campus pastor, you can tell 100% thousands of yeah. percentages that you come from being a worship leader just by how your campus worships. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never been to Southwest campus, that is, uh, oh, this feels horrible to say, but it's, I'm not going to say it, but it's a very, very worshipful campus. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that it's yeah. top priority of the house. And I, it stems from the pastor. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a pastor and you're wondering, how come my people don't worship? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it yeah. stems it from down. the top. If we go somewhere and we're ministering at another church and I don't see the pastor in the front worshiping or the pastor staring at us or he's in the back, yeah. I already know how this worship yeah. set is going to go. Yeah. It's going to be like pulling. There's resistance. There's yeah. resistance. It's yeah. going to be like pulling teeth. Now, if the pastor's in the front worshiping from yeah. the first song, mm-hmm. I, we're not going to have to do much pulling yeah. into worship. We're just, boom. Yeah. We're just going to lead worship. So I definitely attribute um southwest being such a worshipful campus to your leadership and to where you came from and we'll yeah. talk about that more later yeah. about your transition from worship leader to pastor yeah and yeah. what are the differences what are the similarities yeah. in that yeah. okay but it's like one long song that never ends <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it has been a joy oh my gosh but so you know speaking about worship with mm-hmm. all new people that come on our podcast yeah we ask them yeah what are your top five worship songs now it doesn't have to be like this is the greatest this is your top five your personal top five that you're like oh my gosh anytime this is on i have some guesses i have you guys are guessing my top five you're gonna say no you can say it i have i have i'd like to see you okay Okay. i have one guess if you don't say it then i'll tell you what it is okay (laughs) okay so you you could go ahead i'm gonna go for my top five or just one at a time one at a time one at a time yeah first one on my right here is called old school worship Okay. Mm-hmm. On my Spotify, <laughs> number one song to this day, All Right by Calvin Noel. Oh, I forget. oh my gosh, that is a jam. A that song, song has gotten me through some of the <gasps> darkest moments in ministry, y'all. What are the lyrics? Let all my weakness find your strength. And I will be alright. And I will be alright. May all my secrets, may all my secrets know your love. And I, and I will be alright. I love that. And I will be alright. Yes. Shout out to Calvin Noel. That is such a good song. Yeah. He knows all the albums. I will be alright. Yes, I will. I'm gonna make it through the storm. Come yes. on. I'm gonna yeah. make it through the storm, Lord. Oh. I'm sorry. That's good. 
the other day I was That's... in my living room and I was having to confess that. Yeah. I will be all right. Yeah. So for me, that is my number one uh, to this day is is all right. Oh. And then we used to medley that. Yeah. Yes. Into, uh, we had found a way to medley into uh, light the way, yeah. light the way, 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 light the way. I need you to shine. I need you to shine for me. Yeah, I got the preacher's voice now, man. (laughs) I know, I know. I'm sorry. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Calvin, no. Number two. Yeah. Right. Let's keep it moving. Lift you higher. Oh, Uh, our original. (gasps) Oh my God, Alex, you when you come in on there. Remember, I, I don't know. I think Pastor, we came off a of Pastor's conversation. Yeah. Where he mm-hmm. says that in the next 10 years, and he's just, remember that? Yes, yes, yes. And then you come in there. I won't stop come on. until your name yeah. is higher than all these. I won't stop until your came in after that something new yeah man i remember making that in the in the living room of my house i get lost in that yeah um, that's such a good man. song for you to bring uh, that one back so all right, all right you had that no he had no, um, shine. shine you had shine yeah. I didn't have Shine because that's a little proudful to have your own song. <laughs> but it's out there. But it's out, it's there. out there. But if you said it. But if you said it. Uh, the other one, which for me gave me identity, was to worship you, I live. Oh, I had that one. That's the one I had. So with Pastor Choco, uh, welcome. Yeah. Or to me, yeah. my version now is I look at Alex Bain and I'm like, to worship you, I live. And she's like, got it, got it. She got, got it. She got it. She got it. <laughs> I got you. Um, I got you. Yeah, that for me, it identified it gave me an identity. Yeah. Um, I get saved in the Israel Houghton era. Yeah. Right, right. So when I'm hearing you guys, you know, old school for me is uh, is to worship you, I live. Yeah. I live That's the time I come to the gospel, friend of God. But come on. Sing that again. Remember that? To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live. And I used to always say, and when you run out of words, <laughs> just say, oh, 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 oh. oh, that was the oh, that was the crying yeah. of spirit, right? Oh, oh, oh. oh, we worship you, Lord, we give you glory, God, oh, 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 oh. oh we lift you, Jesus, we sing this on Friday, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Remember this? Nothing can take that away. Nothing can take that away. And nothing can take 
me away. And nothing can pull me away. Tag come from? I don't know. I just know I learned I it. Know it and then was I it never Israel? let it go. Yeah. <laughs> was it Israel? I'm uh, yours forever. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm yours. Yours. Oh, oh my God. Life. We would go I'm in on that. And I think that song, maybe why it resonates with you so much, is it it feels like it goes really aligned with your testimony. Yeah. Like to worship you. Like I'm not going to use my gifting anymore yeah. for the world. Yeah. Yeah. So to worship you and to sing to you and to glorify you, yeah. that's now why I live. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm giving, you know. I remember the first time I go to that altar and Pastor Choco's doing his thing, right? The altar calls were huge in our ministry, worship mm -hmm. altar calls. Um, and I remember him praying over me and him saying, you didn't die that night for such a time as this. Mm. He doesn't know me. Oh he God. says that. You didn't die that night for such a time as this, for those of you guys that know I had a testimony of getting shot and being left for dead. So that kind of like was thunder hitting my heart. Wow. Like I knew I, if I ever had any questions, I, why didn't I die that night? It was so that I can experience what's happening in this room. And then wow. in that early salvation stage, this song was there. Yeah. And I sunk my teeth into it. And for me, I was declaring I didn't die so that yes. I could worship. It yes. was this exchange. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh my gosh, yes. I want to talk a little bit more about that maybe when we get through the rest yeah. of the songs. But yes. that's... <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I forgot about that. And let me say this. Well. Let, me, let me say this. Going on this journey of worship right next to me, worshiping and crying is Camille. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We found Jesus at the same exact same time. time. So when you think of a child having childlike faith... And maybe you guys say, man, Jay was so funny. He was so spontaneous. Yeah. He was so on 50. Because I'm I'm having the the joy of the Lord at 26 when you guys had it at four. Yeah. yeah. yeah you guys yeah, knew yeah. who Jesus was at six. And I found him yeah. at 26. Yeah. And I needed to catch up to express everything that I had for him. Yeah. Wow. And so I think when I tell people, man, what people say, where did your zeal and your fervor and your passion and, I, you know, just... People that used to say, man, the way you worship, it blesses me. And, you know, I, I've always connected it to that, man. It comes from where I came from. Yeah. And, right, we hear that. That's so cliche in the church. But I, I had made a commitment to God that my worship was going to look like what he had taken me out of. Mm -hmm. That's so good. I had made a commitment to I God. Outside that. of anybody, I had made a commitment to God. And I remember Sundays being up there, me, Millie, Sarai, Mari, the yeah. original, yeah. life yeah. worship. And I will look and there's seven women and I'm the only one crying. San Sonia and Ivy. Yeah. And I'm the only one bawling. Oh, and I used to say, man, Lord, why am I feeling all these emotions? Why am I, you know, overflowing here? Yeah. Um, and I stopped feeling guilty for that. Mm -hmm. That I had made a commitment to God to overflow like a fountain. Yeah. That every time I worship that whether people knew me or not from a distance, they could say, that dude's been through something. Yeah. Do you know him? Look at the way he worships. Yeah. And that's a that's a good conversation that I think uh, sometimes is among worshipers. Like when people join a worship team, they're like, oh, I don't worship like that. Like, mm. is that OK? Mm. I'm a little bit more introverted or, you know, I just have a different style of worship. And I feel like I've come to the conclusion where it's like just worship where your worship matches your testimony. Yeah. And where you've come from. Yeah. You yeah. know, because if you feel like, my God, you have no idea. Like I have been saved from death and I want to worship like that, yeah. then that's how you should worship, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's so important because sometimes I would get that question. It's like, I don't like to jump or I don't, yeah. I just feel like, man, if God has taken you out of it something, to you, match have your story. To ma you have to it match has, your story. When David dances in, I believe it's 2 Samuel, when the Ark of the Covenant comes, you guys know the story, and David dances before the Lord, his wife judges him. Mm-hmm. His wife judges, judges his worship, Mikael. And I'm paraphrasing. She says, oh, how the, how the king has distinguished himself in the presence of Israel today. She's yeah. saying, you're a king and you're acting like a fool. Yeah. And David tells her again, I'm paraphrasing. He says, if you think this is indignant, I can even get more, more. indignant for yeah. God. Yeah. It's easy to talk about somebody who's in the presence when you're at a distance. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. She know. was judging what was happening in the presence while she was at a distance. Yeah. And David's worship was merely matching the battles that he saw coming his way yeah. that never yes. got to him. David's yes. worship was That's matching so the yes. times that he knew he should have been the other one on the side of the sword, but That's God's right. favor right. was upon him. Right. 
And when it comes yeah. to your worship, Pastor Rico said something yesterday at church that I made mine so quick and it got embedded. He says, there's two things that you can't judge. You can't judge the way I mourn and you can't judge the way I worship. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I've heard him say that. Before. I own That's... the right to both of those. Yeah. I'm going to cry for my mama, for my daddy, for my sister. I have the right to complete release. But when I worship too, yeah. get out of my way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think I remember this and then we'll move on. I remember Pastor Choco teaching our church publicly with a moment. Remember Kano? Mm -hmm. Friend of God? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. For all I, the old schoolers, there yes. was a guy who was from the community, yeah. a paletero, uh, yeah, paletero, used to park the paleta truck outside and would come in and worship. And when Friend of God came on, you better move out of the mansion. That was his jam. He was doing hand signs. And, and he was boom. super exuberant. And Again, there'd be no one around him, right? Because they're like, I know this guy worships with his hands all crazy. He yeah, but he was to... an exuberant worship, right? And I know because all of us were saying, why does he worship like that? One day, Choco, Pastor Choco stopped the worship and he said, you see this guy right here? Mm -hmm. And that's where the famous, you don't know what he's been through. Mm -hmm. If you knew what, his, what he went through, you said it on Friday, you were worshiped for him. And then right. he told him publicly, Cano, I'm giving you this little space right here. Right, right. You live in this area. Yeah. Same spot, yeah. Same spot. I yeah. feel that we need to allow people the spaces of worship in the church. They look different. Joey might just cry. Valentina might just prostrate. Create that space. But know in the front, there's a bunch of locals like Jamie and Rico, and they <laughs> right. jump, and they and that's the way they choose to communicate that. Yeah, I love um, that. It's like if if you have a loan or a debt, and it's $10, oh, and I'm come like, on. I'm going to pay it. And you're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. And you have a debt of two million dollars, and I'm yeah. like, it's taken care of. Yeah. How okay. is your, how yeah. is your response? That's a great be? example. Your response is gonna be like, oh my gosh, yeah. are you yeah. kidding me? Thank oh, you, thank you, saved my life. I'm no longer in debt. Like yeah. you're going to talk more. Yeah. You're gonna need more time to express yourself. You're going to use your hands. Your your voice is gonna be elevated. Yeah. You might even jump. You might cry. Yeah. Weep. You yeah. might weep. But if I replace your debt of ten dollars, and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's that's not cool. A, yeah, thanks cool. for the gift card. On Friday, we had a worship night at Southwest, and Josh, the the dinosaur, showed up over oh. there. I call him a dinosaur because <laughs> he just shows up, spitting fire. <laughs> yep. But that's, that's I was I was talking to the church, and I told them this, and I've said this for many years: that your ability to worship is directly tied to your ability to remember. Yes. Oh, yes, that, that's that, so true. That legit. Man. When you said that, I was waiting for this. Right. God, God gave me that a long time ago. Your so ability good. to that's worship so... is directly correlated to your ability to remember. And when God gave me that, I said I thought of communion because when we take communion, He says, "Do this in remembrance of Me." Mm -hmm. yeah. He's saying, "Don't forget what I did and remember yeah. it in communion." Correct. Worship has that same discipline of communion. Yeah. Your communion will be driven by the remembrance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you're able to remember what God has done for you. Because in your seasons of dryness, you have nothing to worship for in your mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you have to go back into the old, yeah. the, the past deliverances, the past victories. Um, and that's one thing that I feel like for us, that has kept me, something that I kind of learned. I remember, it's something that resonated in my mind for such a, like, many years. I remember, like, years ago at a Driven conference that Alex said, whatever you have to do to anchor yourself, whatever, whatever you need to do to remember what God has done for you. Whether, yeah. you know, take you back to the moment that you got saved. Whatever that is, worship mm -hmm. from that place tonight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember that when I went back to just think about what God has done, it just kind of shifted and shook off the scales that I mm -hmm. had on that yeah. day. And for me, that has been the consistent. And when you said what you said about that act of remembering the the that overflow, I just it literally shook me because I'm like, that is what will keep a worshiper Man. from those dry seasons. Yeah. That will keep you going. That will keep you pushing forward because. It is about that moment. Yeah. It is about the cross. Yeah. When yeah. we forget about it, it's about the cross yeah. and the blood that has saved you. Yeah. It's just, it was so transformational. So David, this has been in my spirit, so I'm able to share it. In Psalm 34, David says everything. He, sa he says something. He says, I will extol the Lord at all times. Mm -hmm. His mm -hmm. praise shall continually be yeah. on my lips. That's a yeah. confession. Yeah. yeah. Right? He's saying, I'm a worshiper. But and then a couple chapters later in Psalm 51, he says, man, my sin is ever before me. Mm -hmm. And he has two confessions. I will praise him at all times, but my sin is ever before me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I shared with the men the other day that sometimes your sin and your song exist at the same place at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Sometimes your sin and your song are in the room at the same yeah. exact time. 
And I have to choose extolling them with my lips than focusing on the sin that is before me. Because the enemy wants to remind you of your of your sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God wants to remind you of what he's done. Yeah. One will take you to depression. The other one will lead you to the presence. Yeah. On. One will cause you to feel ashamed. The other one will cause you to run to the presence of God yeah. and worship. Yeah, Come on, that's right. for sure. Um, and that's so, so yeah, man, uh, the ability to remember is directly connected to the ability to worship. And when we remember properly, we worship adequately. And what you were saying, what you're saying is so good because you just made two distinctions. You made the distinction between remembering what God did for you Versus remembering what you did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because a lot of people will go yes. to the remember. I remember when I, I remember was a Psalm piece of, 51. I, my sin is ever yeah, before me. I remember yeah. the sin. I was I, a piece I of God. And you trash. can't get past that. You can't get past that. But there's a difference between remembering what you did versus remembering how God transformed you. I confess yeah. that. Yeah. I will extol the Lord at all times. Yeah. His praise shall continually be on my lips. Oh, that's And good. I believe that David remembered that even during Psalm 51. Yeah. Yes. That sin is there, and you're like, I'm going to extol the Lord at all times. Yeah. The sin's looking at you and it's like, <laughs> oh, I will bless the Lord at all times. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It's oh, remembering man. who, what you did yeah. or remembering who did. you were, who you serve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Psalm 34 and Psalm 51 are a great parallel of two confessions yeah. and one reality. And sometimes you're going to have to tell your sin to take a seat to your worship. Yeah. Yes. Because I've said this, man. And, and, you know, theologically, I might be challenged. I don't know. I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> that worship is the only place. I'm, yeah, worship is the only place where your sin is welcome. Worship in the presence of the God presence is welcome. Of, yeah. Because it can't walk out. Mm-hmm. It can walk in, but it can't, can't walk, walk out. out. That's so and good. so sometimes we won't worship because we're in sin. Mm. And we should learn to worship because we're in sin. Mm. Take it to that place. It's going to walk in with you holding hands. Yeah. And it will not find its way out of the presence of God. That's so good. And so in other words, I don't worship because I'm sinless. Right, I worship. But I sin less because I worship. Yeah. Yes. That's Every time so I go good. in there, something falls off, yeah. and it yeah. doesn't come back out. Yeah. And a lot of it, people outside <laughs> of the church feel that, like, oh no, I, I I'm not going to take communion because I, I want to be reverent. Because that's I'm in why sin. you should take it. Right, right. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to worship because you know what I did yesterday. And it's like that's probably why you yeah. should be here. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's for the sinful. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Amen. Fourth song or third yes, song? Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't even know. But I think this is number four. Number four. Yeah, we're we're definitely learning. Uh, ready? Songs. Yeah. I know you. This was Pastora. This is the Sunday I get saved. Cam and I have two different stories. She thinks it was another one. That's okay. I know my truth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. No, I love my wife. God is here, Martha Menisi. I had. There is a sweet anointing in this sanctuary. There is a stillness in the atmosphere. There it goes. Come on. Come and lay down the burden to That's what it got me. And he is here. I had never felt the presence of God. He is here. Come on. To break the yoke. To break the yoke. And lift the heavy burden. He is here. He is here. Here and here. He is here. To heal the blueness heart. And then it would break down again. Come and lay down the burdens you have carried. For in the sanctuary, God is here. Oh. Is it okay if I'm weeping? (laughs) That was the first time I knew what the presence of God felt like. Hearing it. And then experience, because I had never heard that yeah. song. And then Pastora's up there. Oh, and I was yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. He is here. Yeah. I connect That's that song with beautiful. the moment of salvation for me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Number five. That's a beautiful song. Number five is up in the air. Okay. Uh, between a bunch of different ones. Um, it's okay. My mom had 5A, 5B. I have a lot of front lines, but you guys cover that with Pastora, right? 
Yeah. Um, so I want to say either breathe. This is the air I breathe. Oh, yeah. Or coming back to the heart of worship. That one. That one. Yeah, we picked the fight. Yeah, we picked the fight. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I like the verse. When the music fades and all is stripped come on, away, and I simply come, knowing you got nothing to offer him, yeah. <laughs> longing just to bring something that's a word that'll bless, that'll bless your heart. I'll give you more than a song. song in itself is not what you have required you search much deeper you search much deeper within than the way things appear you're looking into my heart and I'm coming back to It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. That reminds me of Wednesday nights. Bible study at Clemente High School. Kind yeah. of a pulled back worship. Yeah. That song um, in any time period in life yeah. is going to be yeah. a, 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 you cannot. Yeah. Such a good song. Amen. So that was your five A and B. That was, you know, I got some other ones, but, but there's a there. Let it rain. Obviously, oh. frontline worship. Um, uh, uh, Calvin, not Calvin Noel. William McDowell. Wrap yeah. me in your arms. Oh, when yeah. that wrap me in your arms version came out, I died and resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> and received Jesus. Um, oh, my God. And then a lot of our original stuff. Obviously, yeah. you know, I wanted to bring but a, a lot of our original stuff. The song that Eden sings on the Life Worship uh, yeah. album. What is it called? That Forever? the youth did. Forever song? Uh, yeah. Uh, that song still gets me to this day. Um, yeah, Christ Be Revealed, one of my favorite yeah. songs. That, that, that Christ Re Be Revealed part. Just for me, it's what the Church of Jesus Christ is crying out for, yeah. for Him to re be revealed. But yeah, those are, those are, those are my songs. That was a beautiful journey. Amen. I love that. I like that. Yeah. Tell, talk to us about. So you're a worship leader, and you're on the worship team for many years, mm -hmm. and then you get called to be a campus pastor. I got voluntold. You got voluntold. <laughs> voluntold. <laughs> To uh, be yeah, a, that's a that's a school we're shipping of choco. You out. That was a school of choco word. You got voluntold. Now, did you feel that calling to that's what I was gonna ask. ministry before you got voluntold? He stirred it in me. Explain that. Pastor stirred it in me. Um, the best way I could explain it is that the Bible talks about priests and then it talks about Levites. Mm -hmm. And so often worship teams or worshipers live only in the realm of Levite, mm -hmm. of singer and worshiper. Yeah. And Pastor Choco in me was able to teach me and help me identify that I was a priestly Levite, mm -hmm. that I was a worshiper with a word. Mm -hmm. Often it just happened naturally. I would do a, I would, I would gravitate to transitioning songs yeah. and tying in the word. And Pastora taught me this, that worship outside of the word is no worship at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. She used to tell me that Jamie worship outside of the word is no worship at all. So I would do transitions and I would almost do these little sermonettes in between transitions. Right. Mm -hmm. It just mm -hmm. be kind of became my thing. Um, and the church let me function in that. And I think there he saw it. Yeah. Um, and then he told me, go to school of ministry. He, 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 he sponsored me. I remember him coming to the house and planting seed into us going to our school of ministry. Um, and 
he really, really, really was the one that helped me identify that. And then even as a worship leader, he's put me to, to teach at men's retreats. Yeah. Um, he started having me do men's breakfasts. Yeah. Um, and then he really started to push me out there. Um, and then it just became a season where in the middle of me leading worship with Pastor Elizabeth, I believe the transition of you and Eden and Melissa and Nani, it was kind of organically happening. Yeah. And the season of me and Mari and Sarai, uh, it, not that it was coming to an end, but there was transitions happening. Right, right. And then um, he sent me, he just kind of retired me. He shut me down. He said, AJ, this is what we're going to do. This is where I feel that God's leading you. Yeah. And, and he shipped me off to the Spanish campus. Oh, I forgot about Wait, that. He shipped me off to Spanish campus. He shut me down as a worship leader. Now, guys, I say shut me down. They honored me. You guys yeah, yeah, had yeah. a celebration. But but he knew that it was time for what he saw in me to now take place. The more he believed in me, the more I believed in me. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. I, I had no desire. I think I'd still be wor leading worship right now with you guys. Yeah. If Pastor Choco doesn't tell me that there was a preacher in me. Yeah. I would have been that 55-year-old. <laughs> With, with all the youth, you know, and they're like, he still wants to do friend of God. <laughs> um, Bro, yeah, yeah. Someone tell him. Someone he wants to, to do him. blessed in the city again. Everybody say bless. <laughs> Don't get Jolie like, going. Oh, who's going to talk to Jamie this, um, this week about his set list? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, he sent me off to Spanish service and then he told me basically, go be Rico to Danny, who was our campus oh, pastor yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. And, um, and, and then I started kind of sharpening my chops over there, teaching Wednesdays. Once a month, I would preach all three services. Um, and then I would still get called in when we had the, the inauguration for the building mm -hmm. for the HP campus. You guys dusted my old, my, my hat off and you guys brought me in. You guys tried to bring me back for a couple recordings, yes, Bendito, yes, for yes. me. And I know when you guys listen to those tracks, you're like, he's lost, he's lost. He doesn't know where he's at, he's lost. <laughs> and so it was my time to retire. And then he brings me back from Spanish service and then tells me, sit down for six months at HP. And I just sat there and I armor bared him. And so he takes me from worship leader and then he sits me to be an associate pastor. I get ordained as the associate yeah. pastor of Spanish campus. That's how I got ordained as an associate. Wow. And then one day he just pulls me and brings me back to HP and says, have a seat, puppy. And armor yeah. bear me. And then right after that, about six months later, he came with Mari and, and uh, David and Pastora. And he said, hey, we, there's nothing out here on the south side. We have moved to the south side of Chicago. Yeah. And he said, there's nothing out here, and I want to birth a church. You know, naturally, new life. We were growing, yeah. you know, Time Magazine. Come on, man. I'm like, he's going <laughs> to give me the keys. And I'm like, where, Pastor? And he's, he pointed at the grass. He said, there you go, Papito, right there. Right there in the little grass. And he started the church in the, the backyard. It, he made an announcement house. on Sunday yep. in the grass, in the backyard of my house. Yep. He said, uh, collect tides there, be faithful there, preach to them, speak to them 20 minutes, have coffee, and then send them home. They'll come here on Sundays, but they'll go to your house on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. And we did that for like about two months. And then my basement flooded, and I called them, and I said, Pastor, my basement flooded. Uh, it's getting colder. We came inside. We're not going to be able to do Bible study. Um, so and he said, no, you're going to do Bible study. Call me when you figure it out. And he hung up the phone. <laughs> sounds about right. He's like, you have a problem. You have a church. People are expecting to see you on Wednesday. You better figure it out. And oh, I started wow. making phone calls, and I made a phone call to a pastor friend down the street, and he said, yeah. And I called him. I said, hey, we can do it. And he said, all right, tell the people on Wednesday that this is their church now. He's so conniving in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's your father. My I bishop, know. I love you wherever you're at, but you bamboozled me. <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> like, it was the plan of God. He's like, walk them in there and tell them this is the promised land. This yeah. is it. And the crazy thing is, right, I joke now, 15 years removed, I believed them. Yeah, yeah. I was a, 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 a like a, just an, a completely faithful, ignorant son in my spiritual father. Yeah. That if he said that God was going to manifest here. Yeah. Because I had seen God manifest in him. Right. I was thinking, all right, Lord, then if you're going to if you're going to move in my life and I've seen the move in his life, then if you give me a portion of what he has, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of that... how Southwest started. But Southwest is a church that that worship built. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the church that worship built. It's the church that Tender Warrior built. Um, yeah. But it was a house built on worship, kind of like what you said. And built on obedience. Yeah. Because not many people would be like, okay, my yeah. backyard. Yeah. And All iPad right. was our worship. Thank God I could sing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, no, we got our worship. How many are ready to do worship? And then I would come out again. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to pray, but in a couple seconds, our worship leader is going to come out. You put on and laser? then I go in the back, I put a jacket, and I'm like, come on, let's get ready to worship the Lord. <laughs> We're going to turn it over to our pastor now, and then I come out in a robe. I'm like, blessings of the Lord. <laughs> I had to do everything, man. That's so funny. But I learned, I learned how to, and I say this carefully, I learned how to master every aspect of them. Of the of the of the birthing of a church, mm-hmm. yeah. I knew how to do PowerPoint. I knew how to do sound. I knew how to lead worship, and so no, yeah, you weren't given the keys to an established campus Love. with leadership there. Mm-mm. With this is the structure, this is Mm-mm. the system. It Mm-mm. was literally birthed out of obedience, yeah. and from square one. Yeah, a lot of people think, oh, but you you were birthed, you were a campus a new life though, and you're under Pastor Choco. Pastor didn't open up the pocketbook for us. He didn't yeah. open up. The yeah. checkbook, you know, the church wasn't throwing money, at, yeah. not because they didn't believe. It was like, be faithful in this first. Yeah, yeah. it's always and, steps. You know, yeah, it, you steps. know, it was it was it was in stages, and uh, yeah. and you know, the the process was was painful mm-hmm. because worship. You know, you can you, worship and singing. You rely on the gift of lot. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't practice and they rely on the gift. Yeah, mm-hmm. in singing. Yeah, I'll just do a lot of ad libs. You yeah. can't do that with preaching. The people know when you don't have a word. Yeah. Right. They're like, you don't have a word. You know, you and you, what are you going to do? Just sing through the sermon? And so it was an adjustment to me that I couldn't rely on my talent. I had to get to work and start learning the word. Right. You know? um, and for me, that's that's to this new generation of worshipers is learn the word. That's right. That's because this generation of creatives, of worship leaders, your season two will end like mine ended and Elizabeth ended and Maris and Sarais and there will be a transition and Alex mm-hmm. and Anthony and, and, and Josh are going to end. And what's going to keep you is the word that allows God to transition you now from worship yeah. leaders to podcasts to saying Anthony and Alex, you guys will now be campus pastors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's the, it's the call of this generation to prepare us for the next generation. It's the hybrid pastor. The pastor that's preaching and then breaks out into song mid-sermon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it, you it, say that is like the biggest challenge moving from worship leader to pastor was getting more in the word? Absolutely. Was that the biggest absolutely like difference? For me, the one thing that I wish I knew when I was leading worship as I became a pastor, yeah. I wish I understood the 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 power that it had on my pastor's sermons. Wow. Yeah. Because come Wait, on. Wait, say that again. Say it that is. again. Say I that. wish that I understood the power that the worship had to make the way for the sermon. That's good. It wow. wasn't two separate events. Because yeah. you've been on both sides. Of I've that. been on both sides. Yeah. So now you, you're on the, the so tell the, us the all the secrets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so from that. the worship side, when I just led worship, I was like, I gotta knock out these songs. And I got to make sure, you know, that that I'm on my A game, that the harmonies are on and we knock it out. And then his part comes. Yeah. Right. It wasn't ignorant. It was just not understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Now as a worship, I mean, now as a pastor, again, my worship team, like any worship team, has had solid Sundays. And then Sundays that you're like, what is going on with (laughs) y'all? Like, what is going on? Come on. Right? Yeah. The lyrics. And you're like, really? You don't know the lyrics of this song? (laughs) <laughs> what happens is when they're not on their A game, now in my sermon, I have to work harder to knock out things that they were supposed to knock out in worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Worship, in essence, is a snowplow that opens up the way. It's not two separate events. Yeah. It's two coinciding events. Yeah. So when the worship team has the proper worship, has the proper heart, the proper disposition, yeah. when the pastor comes up, he looks, the soil's turned over. Mm. There's no rocks in the path. That's good. Because the worship team has completely prepared the way. I'm looking at the people. Their hearts are bubbling for a word. And now I just get to go out there and slang seed, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And their hearts are ready. But worship leader, when you're in your feelings, worship leader, when you don't even know the lyrics. Right. Worship leader, when you can't say nothing but glory, honor, and praise after 15 years, that's all you have, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the worship pastor, and all you have is, you know, you ask somebody that's been in ministry and worship ministry, explain worship, and they're like, well, worship is like when you worship. It's like worship, it's like when you praise. You don't need, you haven't even mastered your craft yeah. Yeah. to tell me that I should follow you in this. Yeah. But to the point of it is that the worship would clear, I, the way the best way I could say it is like a, That's like a, a good spiritual so snowplow. Yeah. 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 And then I good. look, and I'm like, this is clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
If I had known that earlier, yeah. I think Pastor Choco would have preached better. <laughs> I'm joking, but get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I can look at him and be like, it is clear, Bishop, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look at your pastor and say, I've cleared it, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when a pastor now has to come up because the worship team is not aligned with the Spirit of God, not doing their duties, or doesn't spiritual have duties, yeah. yeah. then now I'm up there and now you, that's when the pastor comes off and he says, man, I felt resistance. Mm -hmm. I felt like this opposition. Mm -hmm. That's the worship team's job to destroy most of that. Yeah. You get what that's I'm saying? That's so good. And so I wish I had known that back then, yeah. that yeah. it is not two separate events. Yeah. yeah, you are preparing. You are clearing the way. Yeah, it's John for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm preparing a path. Yeah, for yeah. the one that comes That's behind me. That's good. I I love that, in the sense of what would a worship leader, what do they need to know? Mm -hmm. Now, vice versa, because mm -hmm. you're on both sides. What does the pastor who's listening need to know? Because about about the worship side of it. Yeah, because you talked about when you were a worship leader, you wish you knew that how important yeah. leading worship was. Yeah. yeah. What does the pastor need to know? I communicate to them a lot. Mm -hmm. Alex, Jazz, some of the younger ones, Karime, that are coming up, and I pull them in certain mornings, and I tell them, this is what I'm sensing. Mm. This is where I think we should go. This is what I think we should do. The other thing that pastors, some pastors, right, we're just talking generally speaking mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Some pastors want to criticize the worship, but you also don't speak into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't like how it's how it's sounding, or you don't like where it's going, but you also are not part of forming it. Yeah, yeah. It's that disconnect. Yeah. My pastor lived with his worship leader, his yeah, wife. Yeah. yeah. So we knew Pastor and Elizabeth. No, they were yeah. they're almost a bad example <laughs> yes. because they live together. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most <laughs> pastors and worship leaders are two separate people. Yeah. yeah. But that your worship team understands your heart. Yeah. yeah. The church knows, you know, they all know when I come up there, they they feel me, they sense me. And also, pastors, trust your worship members. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Trust your that worship one. team. Early on, can I say this? Yeah. Early on, and I repent to whoever I did this to. But early on, as a campus pastor, I would come up and I would over-worship the worship. Because in my mind, I'm still a worship leader. Yeah. I'm fresh out of worship yeah. leading. Yeah. I'm more a worship leader than I am a preacher. Yeah. So because it wasn't where fallback. I would have it, I would come up and over worship the worship. Yeah. And imagine how that made the worship leader. Like, I just spent 20 minutes in worship, and this guy basically said, that worship wasn't good enough. Let's worship for another 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember my wife told me, she said, are you the worship leader or are you the pastor? I wow. get it. But trust your team. Yeah, it's so but good. you can't you cannot trust what you have not poured into. That is, I remember that is early deep. on my dad being at like rehearsals. Come on, he would show up and, to our live recording meetings. Yeah, and, and I remember there were times when I was leading the worship team, and he'd be like, "Hey, I saw this person come in late. Just to let you know, I already oh talked to them. God. Like, I already addressed it. Like, he's in part of the team, and yeah. so that. But like you said, he's tremendously the pastor is the most important important worship leader. Yeah. in your group. Yeah. yeah. Um. To have them be two separate entities that that can exist, yeah. Um, you can't, like you said, you can't pour into what you what you what you're not a part of, yeah. So that, yeah, that's so good. A lot of it too for me is good discipleship. Mm -hmm. yeah. You got to be deliberate about what you communicate. I can I can expect what comes out of a certain person if I know what I poured into them. So yeah. I trust what comes out because I trust what I poured in. Yeah. yeah. It's when we assume, and worship is one of the deadliest assumptions in the body of Christ. Mm. I know, right? We assume every we, we're just going to worship. Yeah. But Joseph just walked in the room. He grew up in a different context of worship. What do you mean by worship? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Explain it to me. Yeah. And so worship leaders, and I'm even gearing towards some of this because I feel that God is calling the church back to a deeper time in worship. I yeah. believe that worship yeah. can break the yoke of bondage. It's not setting yeah. up the service for the bigger part. It is the part. Yeah. It is yeah. the part. Right? There's yeah. none better. Right? Yeah. It, it, it's just as powerful. People can get delivered in worship. Yeah. But I think we all have to get on the same page about the power of worship and the purpose of worship is not setting up for the better thing. Yeah. It's part of the better thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's important to understand that that yeah, it's too too many, too many of us, I think too many of us right now think that worship is what you do on the front end. Um, and Second Chronicles talks about that when the priest and the Levites came together, they worship in such a way that the that the priest could not perform his duty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And wow. 
that's the atmospheres that we're called to set. Yeah. yeah. Where the priest can say, we're just going to worship. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier about kind of like supporting them or even verbally, I can remember, or physically, I can remember sometimes Pastor David in youth being like, keep going. Yeah. Like that kind of support from a yeah. pastor too. How you To were my saying. point about the deadly assumption. Mm -hmm. I, I, my mind, my mind was telling me, you, you, you slipped out of a conversation. <laughs> yeah. The deadliest assumption in the body of Christ is that people know how to worship. We say that to people every week. Come on, worship. <laughs> no no, like, and the girl's know. like, do I cry like him? Do I run like her? Do I speak in tongues like her? He looks like he's mad. He's not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, what do I do? So worship leader, Levite has to have the priest in him, yeah. the priestly Levite. And in between songs, when I say yeah. to Teach. worship, what do I mean? Do I Find mean? your expression of worship. Are you an altar call person? Come to the altar call. Are you so that people start understanding so I have options. Yeah, that's good. I have options. I love yeah. that. You know, I'm a crier. Mm -hmm. I just weep. I just sit there and I cry. That's your expression of worship. Yeah. We're not teaching it. So then what happens is if I don't jump around the way Pastor Joey does, then I'm not in the spirit mm -hmm. and I feel convicted that I'm not worship worshiping yeah. properly. Yeah. But for us to teach yeah. worship so instead yeah. of assuming that everybody knows what we mean when we say, come on, let's worship the Lord. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. And that can be taught pulpit or it can be teachings and classes throughout the week, Bible study teachings. Yeah. We have to teach that because if not, it's a deadly assumption to think that everybody knows what we're talking about. I love that. I love the angle that you come from being in that you were years of ministry and worship and now years of ministry of being a pastor. Just to kind of like pull back the curtain and all the information, we could yeah. be here for hours. Yeah. Just yeah. everything that you know yeah. and that you've learned from because yeah. we always say it. The connection between pastor and worship leader is vital. Yeah. Vital. Yeah. The yeah. bridge is vital. So thank you for like pulling back that curtain for some people who are listening. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I need to maybe. Yeah. That's what my pastor needs. Yeah. Or maybe I need to attend the rehearsal. Show yeah. them that I care. Bring them, bring them some snacks or, you know, like that's what we're missing or that's what I'm going Texting to Texting your pastor. These are the songs for this week. Do these connect with your sermon? You guys used to do that so often with yeah. pastor. We would, right? What do you want for altar? What fits with your... Yeah, all yeah. of those things matter, Yeah, you know? Um, but as we end here, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask that if there was anything that you had wanted to say or anything that you want to say to someone who is listening, who comes from either being a pastor or a preacher or in the worship uh, team, ministry... Something that you would like to say to them. And then if you can go ahead and end in prayer. I think one of the most important things that I learned, this is years too. I'm not the wise old owl, but I know some stuff. Um, is that we don't have to fabricate the presence. Mm -hmm. We don't have to fabricate. Um, a fan fabricates wind. Mm -hmm. Or a, fabricate, a, a fan fabricates the feel of wind, but it yeah. can't move the blowing of God. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And that for worship leaders, two simple things. The first one is just tap into the worship service that's already in progress. Yeah. Like, stop trying to fabricate a new move. Find out what, Alex, you have been excellent about this, and you guys have worked with her. Anthony, you get the honor of playing with her, but Josh, you're right next to her. Alex, you have been a pivotal piece in taking New Life as a fellowship and you coming back off the mountain saying, this is what God is selling us as a family for worship. Can we not all agree to that? Mm -hmm. She has been a, grace, a oh, great sure. voice for that. And it is the worship leader's job to come back and tell the church, this is what heaven is saying. Mm -hmm. This is the sound of heaven. This is how we tap in to the presence of God. I think that's pivotal for worship leaders to understand. You don't have to fabricate a sound. You don't have to be free worship. You don't have to be elevation. Yeah. Find what works for you. Yeah. Find what works for you. Find where your people worship. Yeah. It might be the same three songs for three months, but if they're experiencing the move of God, don't change the song list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's so pivotal good. to understand what heaven is saying, what God is speaking into your context, into your church. Yeah, um, And then... Um, the other thing is to understand that your pastor's ability to be successful, what we talked about, yeah. is completely reliant on what you do. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so now you're not just a worship leader. Yeah. You know, you, I have to plow the way for the people. Like, live with that responsibility. Mm -hmm. Live with that. Live with that weight. Um, and just listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying.
changing the songs, but we don't have a click for that. Who cares? Mm -hmm. We don't have the track is. for that, man. Yeah. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, you want me to go back and tell them that we don't have a click for that? Yeah, yeah. I'm not picking on anybody. No, yeah. But are we willing to, to bend yeah. that heart? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just say, look, this is where the Holy Spirit is leading us. And not being afraid to tell your pastor, this is where the Holy Spirit is leading me. Yeah. And trusting God that your pastor will trust the God in you. Yeah. yeah. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. Can we have some prayer? Yes. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come on, just open God. up your mouth right now. Thank Holy you, Spirit, Jesus. in the name of Jesus, God. Thank you, Father. We God. just Thank we just you, ask you, God, Your right word. now that Thank you God. would awaken and stir up fresh yes. fresh hearts of worship. Thank you. Jesus. That you would resensitize us, God, not to, yes. to, to clever sayings or or, or or cool stories that we gave, but that you would remind us of where we were, what we were, and whose we were, and that that would be the springboard, the trampoline us to speak, God, for our worship, God, that we would always remember where we were, Father God, that our worship would come from a sincere place, Father God, that we would put aside the petitions and the ask and the request and that we would worship you simply because it's what you deserve to receive. Yeah. Thank you, God. God, I pray in this last season that you would wake up worship leaders with a word. Yes. Worshippers yes. that not only can yes. sing yes. over your house, but they can spirit, plant a God. word of seed that will take root and manifest, word, Father God. Yeah, in God. this season, may you wake up worship leaders that, like me, will take on the mantle of pastoring. Father God, yes. may you prepare yes. their hearts even right now, yes. Father God, yes. because worship yes. aside of word is no worship at all. Yeah. Yes. And so may our worship be driven by your presence but may be dictated by your word god and yes. so we love you i pray that you would continue to use alex and josh and anthony and free worship and our family yes. just as the tip of the spear of something fresh in the kingdom of god yes lord we worship you in jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. amen.